Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. Hey Mama, I wanted to start off this episode with reading a Bible verse, which I don't think I have ever done on this show. But the verse I wanted to read is from Psalm 119, verse 68. And it says, you are good and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. And I I don't know if you remember last year on the podcast, I had my beautiful friend Michelle Castro on for the second time, and we we were going to have a completely different conversation, but we both really felt to talk about the goodness of God and how she saw that in um, in her life through losing her son. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, it's such a testament. Um, I love listening to stories of God showing up in people's lives. So I will link that episode in the show notes for you. But I was I was actually stunned at how, how she could go through such an experience of um, losing her baby, losing her unborn son, having to deliver him and and grieve that. And still in that moment say, thank you, God, you are so good. That has been something that has been sitting with me for ever so long since since we did that. I don't even remember how, how long ago that was. But it and I remember walking away from that going, God, I I want to seek out more of your goodness. I want to, I know that you are good. I know that that verse says you are good and what you do is good. Teach me your decrees. I know that you are good and I know that you do good, but I want to be intentional about seeking it out. I want to find your goodness in in my life. And so lately I've been really thinking about it and I've been, I just remembered a few weeks ago the I felt in my spirit the goodness of God, the goodness of God. And so I've been studying different verses in the Bible around the goodness of God. And I really have been meditating on it and dwelling on how does the goodness of God show up in my day-to-day life. And it can be little things like the kindness of some someone around us, the kindness of a stranger, someone helping me when I am at the shop and the kids are losing it, even getting a car park that's close to the shop when the kids are losing it and I just need to run into the grocery store. It's so easy 
to see the goodness of God, even in the little things. And I, when I was younger, I remember I had a friend who back then I referred to her as a super Christian because everything she just had the ability to to see God in it all. She found God every day. And and that's what you get from spending time, spending time in his presence, spending time with him. And I remember I remember thinking, oh, that's so like super Christian, super spiritual, whatever, thinking she was a it was a bit much. But man, did I miss out because now that I am seeking out the goodness of God, I'm finding it in every little moment. Because you know what we what we focus on expands. What we what we are searching for, we'll find we need to make sure that we have our focus, have our eyes on on God and on on Jesus. So it's easy to see the goodness of God when I'm looking for it. And I wish that that came naturally to me, but it's certainly not the case. My response is usually I'm that person that thinks worst-case scenario, I exaggerate, I let my mind run away with things, and I hate to admit, but I am that person who has been known to have a dream and something happened in the dream and then say it was like my husband or something, something happened in the dream and I will wake up cranky at him for something that he did in my dream and I'll just dwell on it. That's just how I naturally go there. Have you ever done that? Have you ever had a conversation with someone in your head and it doesn't really go the way that you plan or you're playing out all these different scenarios and then your husband walks in and says something to you and you just kind of find that you have this little bit of an attitude because of the scenario that happened in your head. I have been known to do that on several occasions. So instead of of doing that, and I really, I wanted, I made a choice that I didn't want to let that go anymore. I didn't want that to be. I wanted to think about what was true. I wanted to think about what was noble and right and pure and praiseworthy and honourable. And I wanted to make sure that I was thinking good, truthful thoughts, not dwelling on these exaggerated situations that hadn't even happened and probably never would happen. So instead I made the choice that I wanted to dwell on the goodness of God. And more importantly, I wanted to be intentional about how can I be the person that reflects that goodness onto other people. And maybe you you were thinking, yeah, I don't really think about the goodness of God. I don't really even think about the attributes of God and how I'm seeing them show up in my life. How am I seeing that God is faithful? How am I seeing that God is love? How am I seeing the joy of the Lord in my day? How am I seeing, um, you know, and how am I being those attributes? How am I living out the fruit of the Spirit? Am, Am I? Am I? Does my life look like it is fruitful? spiritually abundantly fruitful and then so that got me thinking this is this is kind of like story time this podcast episode is kind of like story time but I wanted to share it with you to really 
I hope to spark your brain and get you thinking, um, you know, about about the different attributes of God and, and how can I be light to other people in my life. So I decided going into 2023 that that was something I was really going to focus on, that I was really going to focus on my thoughts. I was really going to dwell on the truth of God. And that verse is in Philippians. It's Philippians 4 verse 8. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And so I decided that in 2023, I was going to get a hold of my thought life. I was going to fix my thoughts on the truth fix my thoughts on, it's almost like a compass. I want to bring my thoughts back to the right way, to Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, right? So I'm going to leave behind fixating my thoughts on these exaggerated, untrue, made-up, worst-case scenarios in my head that I have played out and created, that I'm going to focus on the truth of Jesus. So then that got me thinking of some other things that I want to leave behind and not bring into 2023. And another big one is gossiping, judging, putting other people down. And this particularly putting other Christians and churches down. I wouldn't necessarily say that I had a problem with this, that I went around, you know, I I probably have been convicted by my spirit on gossiping but I feel like we have this culture within Christianity and certainly not everyone but certainly a lot of the I have followed a lot of people and I've surrounded myself in certain circles that particularly over the last few years with everything that's gone on in the world about who is more righteous and I think we we can forget that none of us none of us without Jesus are It is only by the blood of Jesus that we are made clean. So I'm letting go and not bringing that in. I I don't want to have any feelings of being self-righteous about how how good a Christian I am or how much I hear from God or we we are one church. Jesus is coming back for his bride. He's not coming back for brides, churches. He's coming back for his one church. So as different as our little opinions can be, as long as they are not um, take away salvation, take away from our salvation, it doesn't matter. In the scheme of eternity, like I'm I'm eternity focused. I I honestly, I don't know how long we have left on this earth. And even if it is another, if it is another year, if it is another 10 years, if it is another hundred years, I have made this decision that I am eternity focused, that I want everything in my life to point to Jesus, to point to salvation, to point to eternity. And then a little bit of a fun one <laughs> is that one thing that I am not doing in 2023 is I'm not wearing clothes that I don't like. And this sounds silly, but if you go into your wardrobe, look at how many clothes you own just because. Oh, I just, 
I just have that t-shirt just because it doesn't fit me and I don't like it and I hardly ever wear it and I just I actually just don't like it so I I went through my wardrobe at the end of last year and did it the one of the biggest clean outs that I have done probably since my first ever wardrobe cleaner and if it didn't fit right if it didn't make me feel good then I just don't have time for it uh if I I really got honest with myself thought have I worn did I wear this last summer did I wear this last winter no that's gone do I like this not really do I feel good in this do I feel confident do I like wearing it does this feel like me in this no then it goes so now I wear clothes that I feel good in so even if I'm just at home I might wear a pretty dress. I might put a nice skirt and a nice top on and just to be pottering around the house because I want to feel good. (laughs) And while we're on the topic of clothes, one thing that I am doing more of this year is wearing more colour. Today I am in black and white, but that's basically my whole wardrobe, black, white, grey, striped denim. And not that there's anything bad with those, but I wanted to just add a little bit of more fun, add a little bit more brightness into my wardrobe. So I got some, I asked for money for Christmas and I went and I bought two bright colored dresses. I bought some bright shirts and it's actually fun. It's actually fun to add in some color to your wardrobe. So who would have thought? I know coming from Miss Monochrome Black and White, I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to add a little bit of fun into my wardrobe. So that is a little random something that I am doing. But something else that I am not doing is not prioritizing filling my own up. And I get this. And as a mum, it can be so hard. And this in itself is a whole podcast episode, which I might do another day. But we do this out of humility. We do this out of serving others. We do this out of wanting to care for everyone. And in the season of having little kids at home, it is a lot. It's it's hard to find time for yourself. It's hard to find a space in your day where you don't have to meet somebody else's needs. But I think as well, sometimes we can use it as a bit of a cop-out for not looking after ourselves. And so I can't live my calling to be the best wife and the best mum and even to then live out my extended calling of encouraging mums and speaking into motherhood and and this whole wholesome mama business. I can't do that if I am tired, if I am sick, if I'm burnt out, if I'm at my wit's end. So if I'm not actually taking time for myself to fill my own cup and there's a difference between selfish self-care and selfless self-care and I'm absolutely going to do another podcast episode on this because we could go into this very deep but I just want to leave it there that it is not about being selfish there's a big difference between getting your ego up and yeah I just I just need some time for me. I I don't care about you. I don't care about anybody else. There's different to that going, 
okay, I'm feeling really depleted. You know, we as mums, we often don't eat as many meals as we probably should a day. We are probably nutritionally depleted. We don't get much sleep. We don't, there's all this stuff that we then don't fill ourselves with. And it's not all this extra fancy stuff. It's like basic self-care, basic human needs of like food and hygiene and showering and all the things. So, but there's a difference between being selfish when it comes to self-care and selfless and knowing that I need to fill my cup up so that I can better serve other people. So that is one thing I'm not doing in 2023 is not prioritizing filling my own cup. Um, And this for me was a big thing because I know I said I'm going to leave it there, but I'll just share this. I went and did a PT session the other day and my personal trainer said to me, what do you do for you? Like, what do you do for you? And I honestly couldn't answer. You know what I said? Um, The podcast, work, work, I work. Oh, I work for me. like, and this is, I, I love this and I wouldn't change this, but this, this is me giving. What do I do for me to fill me? And apart from my devotional time in the morning, I really, I really had no answer. And so that is something that I really want to be intentional about is what can I do for me to fill my cup? to still know who I am uh, beyond being a mum, beyond being a wife. So anyway, we'll go into that in more detail in another episode. The last thing that I'm not doing in 2023 that I want to share with you is waiting until dot, 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 dot. So I've spent way too long not doing things that I know I should be doing or that I want to do because I feel like I need to wait until this. Uh, I just need to, I won't do this because I will need to wait until. I won't start working out until I'm a bit fitter. I won't start going to the gym or I won't start going to personal training until I'm a bit fitter. Isn't that why I want to go to personal training? I won't have people from church over at our house because I just need to wait until we have a bigger house. I just need to wait until we have a better backyard. I just need to wait until I have a better kitchen. I won't make that person who's just had a baby a meal because I need to wait until I'm a better cook. And this applies to so many areas of our lives. And so I've just made the decision that there's no more waiting until. It's just do. If I feel called to do something, if I feel like I should be doing something, then I'm making the decision that I'm not going to put all these excuses about why I need to wait until I do it, that no more waiting, just doing. So I'd love you to think about, you know, and some of them, some of those on the list were funny, like adding colour to clothes or whatever, but actually some of them were more serious, like not filling my own cup, not prioritising my time, not, I'm waiting until I feel like my I need to have my whole life together before I can do anything. I wonder what it is in your life where you have some things in your life that aren't adding to your life. 
whether it's something you need to leave behind or something that you want to add into your life, a habit or a mindset or something that you just, you know you're struggling with. Maybe it's your thoughts like me, how I shared in the beginning about my thoughts and getting caught up and just going, this is not healthy. This is not, I get so carried away in my thoughts. I shouldn't, this isn't the way God is calling me to live. This isn't how the Bible says my thought life should be. So I want to, I want to make this right. I want to leave these unhealthy thought patterns behind. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's a habit and a, or a thought process. And so I'd, I'd love you to think about what it is that you are wanting to leave behind and not bring into 2023. And I know we are in February, but I don't think that there is a wrong time to, to start this. So I pray that that blessed you and I pray that it encouraged you and stirred you to really look at your life from the funny little things to the big decisions and big thoughts that are impacting your day-to-day life and think about, okay, what is it that I can what is it that God you're you're calling me to change and spend some time in prayer asking him? And you know, he's so good that he will he will answer it. He will bring it to your attention. I and we just have to be humble enough to submit to him and take that loving correction from him to make a change, which I know can be the hardest part. But I, yeah, I pray that that encouraged you and blessed you, Mama. And I will be with you next week for a new episode. Well, that wraps up another episode. And I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.